Welcome to the Lovability Podcast. My name is Jennifer Stiers, and I'm here to talk love, relationships, sex, marriage, and everything in between. Welcome to the Lovability Podcast. It's Lovability Live! Lovability Lovability Live. We are at Primo's in Uptown. On Valentine's Day. It's Valentine's Day. It's Love Day, Brad. Commercialized. Oh, come on. Commercialized. It's, it's Overdone. the best holiday. Overdone. Just, we get to celebrate love. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so um, so we thought today would be fun. We're going to tell bad date stories. So we've got people coming to share their bad date stories. But before we start telling stories, we're going to talk a little bit about Valentine's Day, right? Well, we're going to talk about a video you sent that okay. got me all fired up. Well, Just that kind of got me fired Valentine's up too. Day. That kind of got me fired up as well. So, um, so we saw this video of these people out in uh, California. That um, ding ding ding. Yeah, California. Um, and she was interviewing a bunch of millennials, and these she was asking these millennials. Brad, didn't it shock you? She was asking no. first. <laughs> the whole title of it was "Who Pays for the Date," and so she's walking around interviewing millennials, and the millennials are all like. This was the consensus. The The consensus was that the guy pays for the first date if he asks her yeah, out. Yeah, did you hear that? Like, every one of them said, well, on the first date. On the first on date. On the first date. Like, but so second that, and third split. date? Like, it, yeah, no. one girl even said, oh, I prefer it to be 50-50. The, and like, the what guy, is wrong one with guy, people? One guy said that if he asks a girl out, he pays the first date, and after that, they split it. What is happening to this world? Well, it's California. Yeah. Okay. So maybe that was that. Maybe. But there is some. There's a huge influence though on geographic. So I'm. I just did a bunch of stories today like about Generation Z, which is kids that are 20 to 30. Yes. And um and they're really big into Valentine's Day. They're bigger into Valentine's Day than we are. Um, really? Cel- yeah, believe it or not. Interesting. They're, I'm sure they're splitting the bill wherever they are. Yeah, but, um, that's why they're more into it because it's cheaper. Because they don't have to spend money. They don't have to spend gifts. any money. Um, but uh, but there's a lot out there on this generation, and this is the generation we're talking about right now. So the next thing that they talked about wasn't just who pays for the date. They asked him about marriage. Yeah, this was nuts. They said, you know, is traditional marriage still a big part of this generation's lifestyle or thought pattern or however you want to word it and most of them said no yeah yeah like oh it's so out of date it's so the gender roles in marriage are so messed up in today's society yeah with all that's what's messed up with all of the equality is what they said with all of the gender roles and equality marriage is just not necessary anymore one guy even specifically said, you can have a family and date your significant other. He said boyfriend or girlfriend. And there's no reason. And there's married. no reason to get married. Yeah, no, it's. Yeah. it's you com- can have a family and all this. It's completely shocking. What was interesting, though, is most of the women did still say they would prefer a marriage for their family. For a family, for yeah. For a family, like they felt like that a family unit That's true. The women needed did to say be that. married. But the guys were like, yeah, you don't need to get married. Yeah. Yeah, no, it's uh, it's definitely a different world we're living in. I um, I guess we're the last generation probably that's going to carry the marriage deal, maybe. No, my daughter will carry it. Yeah, she <laughs> will. We ain't going to have none of that. That's true. How old is yeah. she? She's in her 20s. She just turned 21. 
Yeah. So do you think it's a product of what we teach our kids then? I don't know where this is coming from. I think there's a lot of, I think a lot of this stuff is a product of that generation's media influence, social media influence, friend influence. They have grown up with a um, entitlement mentality. So if I don't want to get married and I want to have five kids with one guy, I have that right. It's the everybody's perfect, everybody's okay, I can do whatever I want, and you have to accept me for that, and you're bad if you don't. And that's how they think. That's how they think. And and they're very noncommittal to anything. Like, this is a generation that doesn't want to buy cars. They don't even buy cars. They don't want to buy a house. <laughs> they don't want to get married. They don't want no, to be committed to anything. they don't want to do anything. anything that's commitment-focused. But why are they so committed to Valentine's Day, then? Like, what is what is the draw to Valentine's Day, I don't know right? if they are, though. I, I, mean, I think in that particular news piece, if you want to call it news, I think they were focused on it. It was focused on Valentine's, so they asked about it. So, Right. Because um, I'm looking around here at Primo's, and there's not a lot of under 26s in here at all. Right. You know, at all. And the new thing is Galentine's. Oh, the Galentine's deal. girls are getting together, see? Galentine's. Well, you know what? Good. I'm glad that there is, you know, a new trend starting because... All this pressure for Valentine's Day, if you're single, like years ago, how people would be like, oh, my God, I don't have a date for Valentine's Day. That's so out. That's so lame now, but right? But see, that's another personal thing, though, where you need to check this person in the mirror about if that upsets you that much, relax. Relax. Right? It's just another day. We, we were talking about a lot of people on your post this week have talked about that Valentine's is like a huge commercialized <laughs> day. It has turned into basically... It always you know. has been. Now, so speaking of commercialized, of a commercialized day, so let's talk about Valentine's gifts because I am sure that that is something that people are always perplexed about. And if you're listening to this podcast, it's too late to buy a gift because Valentine's no, Day Kroger's will be still over. <laughs> <laughs> but it's not. The but, white tents are still available. But this isn't live. This is going to hit after yeah, Valentine's Day. Yeah, it's going to hit Day. after Valentine's so Day. So you'll be able to take this advice after Valentine's. Just wait till tomorrow. All the flowers will be on sale. That's right. Flowers and candy on sale tomorrow after Valentine's My Day. My kids have always maintained that we should have Christmas on the 26th and just go on the 26th and shop and buy everything at half the cost. You have and very, get exactly uh, what you want. what's the word? Uh, Smart, intelligent, good looking, great genetics. Yeah, but all those um, things. thrifty, thrifty children. Well, maybe, yeah, yeah, well, don't tell them. My daughter's no. not thrifty. <laughs> <laughs> um, nope. So, uh, sorry, but, I didn't mean to digress. But back but. to the gift thing. So, you know, I was talking about this. This was a topic for a lot of radio interviews this Valentine's Day. What kind of gifts do we give people? So do women expect gifts for Valentine's Day? And like if they do, because there are some women that do, that expect seven dozen. Like I had somebody tell me yesterday, last year he got his wife six dozen roses. And this year he got her seven so that everybody in the office could go, wow, he really loves you. Yeah, in 10 days they're dead. Yeah. Yeah. I mean... If, if somebody needs, I'm sorry, but if somebody needs validation that somebody loves you from a flowers on your but desk. But see, why wouldn't he send the flowers once a week for seven weeks? Isn't that a better plan? Uh, with some women, it's about the quantity, not the quality. No, I understand. I understand. Yeah. I guess. So it's flowers. Because there are plenty of women that wouldn't agree with me. You know what I mean? Are flowers still a thing? Like, is that still a big Valentine's Day thing? Flowers? 
I believe so. I've, seen, I've uh, seen little flower things set up all over the sides of the road. You've seen it too. It's well, I, I saw, I saw no. on one of your posts, I think, or somebody said it in, in one of my friend's posts or something, but they said, you know, a homemade card. Like if a guy that's been married for 10 or 15 years makes his wife a homemade card, I think that would do a lot more for her than a dozen roses. Now, that's just me because I think that, I think that makes it... Um, you know, I think that makes it more special because he put some time into it. He made it or he wrote a poem or he put some glitter on it or whatever the deal may be. See, to me, because of the commercialization of the holiday, we've ruined all the thought put into it. We go to a jewelry store, we go to a flower shop, we go out to dinner, we do whatever, and then we're done. There's no right. more thought put in anymore. Right. No, that's very, very true. I, uh, I definitely think that um, people aren't aren't asking what somebody else wants and I and the expectation you just need to know what somebody's expectation is my expectation is, is I don't want to do it I don't want to do all that but guess what if we're getting together for dinner or if I'm making dinner you better bring me a card do something you better in bring other me words. a card That's so guys need about. to do something they need to do something okay. even if it's That's small fair enough. fair enough yeah I mean a card costs you five bucks six bucks now they're like ten dollars well I mean yeah. I remember I, like I, I told you card, I told you the story this morning of a, a friend of mine whose wife put a little thought into it, gave him a little funny coffee cup, you know, gave him a little coffee cup. And I said, what'd you get? And he goes, well, I haven't really gotten her. I got her a card. I'm like, dude, that's not, that is like, not good. You just, you just, you're just out now. You're out of the game. You got to stop by on your way home and do something else. So you need to update me and tell me if he, if he did it. Yeah, I will. I'll have to check in but, because but they're, they're really tight. They're good. They're a good it couple. It is important but. though that you know if Valentine's Day is not a big deal to you, it needs, and it's a big deal to your partner, then you need to definitely know what your partner wants. You know what I mean? You yeah, and it's not know. that hard to ask. It's not hard to ask. Just ask. It's just, all you got to do is ask. Okay, so even if the woman says, even if the woman says that she doesn't want anything, at least get her a card, candy, show up with something. Don't not show up with something. Yeah, I think so. I think you got to do something, right? Um, sometimes the littlest gifts are still the most special. Yeah, yeah. So, um, so you know, the, the fun part of Valentine's Day is, um, is sometimes the non-conventional stuff. So I thought today we could talk to some people about, um, about bad dates. Because, you know, it's great when if you have this perfect romantic Valentine's days. Day date. But what about the crappy ones, right? There, there's a lot of people that have had crappy dates. So let's talk about crappy dates. Let's tell some bad date stories. So um, so I've got people here joining us for the Lovability Podcast. And we would like to uh, go ahead and, um, and get our first story. So we've got Dennis. Hey, Dennis. You've been a regular on the Regu uh, Lovability Podcast. Right. I have been a regular. Yeah. So can I just say warm greetings to everybody greetings. out here on a cold night on Valentine's Day. Tell us your bad date story. Okay. Well, let me set this thing up. I had ended a relationship and I was getting back out on the dating scene and I... There was a girl who Facebook friended me, and I messaged her. I was like, 
hey, you look, uh, yeah, you know, you seem like a fun person. How about we meet? And she said, yeah, let's, let's do that. So we made plans and um, at a certain place. And the first thing was, is I got there a little early and uh, I texted her, I said, hey, I'm here early, I'll get us a table. And she said, okay, honey, I'm, I'm running 15 minutes late. I said, okay. This was a restaurant that had two levels. They had a bar downstairs, a bar upstairs. I said, well, I'll just get us a seat. She's like, okay, try to get us a seat downstairs. I said, okay. I walk in, the downstairs bar was just packed. So they seated me upstairs and I texted her and I said, hey, um, I've got a place for us upstairs. And she said, oh, well, that's not cool. You really should be downstairs. It's much better downstairs. I was like, okay, fine. I said, but there's no, there's no openings, but I will keep an eye on it. I'll let you know. And she said, oh, by the way, I'm now running 20 minutes late, sorry. So basically, I kept getting, in the airline industry, a creeping delay where you can just tell me up front the flight's delayed an hour and I'll go do something for an hour, but you're getting Did delays. Did you get a and, gift card for like a free meal after that? Or? Well, <laughs> <laughs> uh, very, very funny you mentioned that. Wait till you get to the punchline of this little story. So anyway, so she eventually shows up and texts me. She says, hey... I just showed up, and I have us a seat down at the bar. I'm like, oh, okay. Boy, she was in control of that whole situation, wasn't well, she? Well, she was very insistent on having a seat down at the bar. Apparently, that's her regular hangout. Well, she comes out. I come down. I meet her, and uh, we say hi, exchange pleasantries. We start talking a little bit, and about three minutes later, her girlfriend shows up quote-unquote, out of the blue, oh, hey, it's my girlfriend. I'm like, oh, hi. She's like, oh, I haven't seen her in a while. I'm like, okay, well, she goes, this is Dennis. Hi, nice to meet you. Did she invite the girlfriend? Well, we keep talking, and I looked at her girlfriend, and I said, well, it's so nice to meet you, and um, I hope you have a great evening, to which the friend that I was supposed to meet said, oh, well, there's a chair empty next to us. Why don't you taxi on up and uh, sit down? <laughs> She wow. said that? Yeah, the girl that I was going on the quote-unquote date with. So now that I'm was gonna, all set I'm up gonna, right there. That was I'm going to show some vulnerable, vulnerability here because once she sat down, her friend sat down, the two girls were just yip-yapping back and forth and really not bringing me into the conversation. Now, my, my little voice said, you should just cut your ties and leave. But I was like, you know, I just entered a relationship. I really want to end a, a, a date on a good note. So let me just kind of hang out and see what happens. So they keep talking. So I looked at the girl I was supposed to be with, and I said, hey. I said, listen, I, how about uh, we go out when you're able to talk one-on-one -on -one to me. Oh, I'm so sorry, honey. I'm so sorry. Um, my, my girl, she never goes out, and it was just we hadn't seen each other in a while. Right. So I kind of hung, I kind of hung with it. So... She's like, let's go, let's order dinner here at the bar. Let's order dinner. It was a steakhouse. So we order dinner. Her friend orders dinner. <laughs> I can see what's you coming. You know what's coming. Yeah, you know what's coming. And they've ordered some high value drinks as well. So you know what happens when the check comes. It's a check for all three. In that case, that one I'd split. <laughs> I look at both of them. And the girl I was on this quote-unquote day with says, thank you so much for dinner. That was really sweet you of you. You are kidding me. No, no, me. I would have handed it right back to her and said, you got yours, I got mine, I'm out. So she said, come on, wow. we're going to go. We're going to go next door, and we're going to have a drink next door at, 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 like, literally a bar next door. 
So we go over there. She starts ordering more drinks. And her friend starts ordering drinks. So when, when the bartender brought the bill, I was like, she's on one tab. This girl, this lady and I are on one tab. Okay. Now she was being a little more talkative to me, but not much. Then they decided to go to another bar, like across the block. So when we start walking over, it's she and her girlfriend walking like hand in hand. And I'm like three or four steps behind. So we go to the next place. Now here's where I get back. So this we go to the next horrible. place. This is absolutely horrible. Why did you not bail on that well, after dinner? Here's the thing. Here's the thing. So what I did is I went to the next bar with them. We came in. They sat down and started ordering drinks. I ordered nothing. Okay, this was like I'd had enough of it. Now, now I'm going to end this thing on my terms. Ordered nothing, and they were sitting there drinking. So about after about 15 minutes, I said, "Hey, um, have a uh, have a great evening. I, I'm going to I'm I'm out of here. I got to get going." Oh, okay. Turns around, gives me a half-ass hug. I leave. I'm driving in my car. Five minutes later, she sends me a text and says, hey, honey, uh, really great meeting you. I had a great night. I'm like, thank you so much. And I said, okay. And she said, by the way, um, do I need to pay the, did you pay the tab or do I need to pay the tab? Are wow. you kidding me? Wow. So I said, nope, I didn't have anything to drink. That's your tab. Now. Unbelievable. The next day, the, the next day. I don't, I don't, I don't, I don't know shaking our head. You can't say. see it, but we're shaking our the, head. The, the next day, I reached out to her, and I sent her a text. I said, hey, listen, I just want to be clear on something. I invited you out on a date, and I wanted to have one-on-one -on -one conversation. I don't really feel like we were able to have that. And I'm like, you know, I, I, I wish you would have just clarified with me up front. And her response was, oh, I'm sorry. I didn't realize it was a date. Whatever. Now. She's a nutcase. What I wish I would have done is replied back and I didn't, but I wish I would have said, oh, well, great. Why if, it's did I buy a, you dinner? if it's not a date, here's my PayPal address. The bill came to oh, whatever, whatever. Why don't you send me two thirds of it for dinner and one half of it for the I bar next door? Yeah, I would have literally, I would have split it at the table. Like, oh no, you don't understand, ma'am. So, so listen. Split these three ways. <laughs> so listen. At dinner? I would have. At dinner. Yes, yeah. I would have never so let listen, her get away it, with that. It, it, it pissed me off. I was frustrated and irritated. However, there was a lesson to be learned in all that. Oh, there was lots of there, lessons there was, to be learned. And, and the first lesson was... Jim's over here writing a list let me, let me tell you the main lesson, because and seriously, I should have listened to my inner voice at the very beginning and cut my losses. But what I was trying to do is have a good date, and it turned out horribly. So my, my thing is, A, listen to your inner voice. B, don't force it if it's not going to be a good date. Cut your losses and move the hell on and save couple hundred bucks okay so i'm gonna i'm gonna step in here now here dennis now so, people are gonna think i'm stupid and what i did but you got to understand when you're in the mind frame of just breaking up from a relationship you've been in and you're just kind of maybe i wasn't thinking too clear but now i'm thinking crystal clear okay so so mic time over because i'm no 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 okay so i'm gonna talk to you so talk to me so here we go here comes the advice here we go out of a bad relationship or not, your boundaries were, you ignored every red flag. Oh, I did. You ignored it. I did. Yeah. Because nobody, nobody treats anybody that badly. 
And you're such a nice guy. How I, dare her do that to I you? I come here making no denials. I come here in full vulnerability. I love it. No, no, no. I but love it. I'm telling you what. Ladies, the, don't the, ever do that. That is trashy. Yeah, if that you is do that, just trashy. If I promise you, if if and when I start getting out there again, uh, you pull that crap, I'm out. Like, real quick. When the friend just shows up. Oh, yeah. Ding, then ding, 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 ding. I got to go. Whoa, Man, look that, at the time. And the conversation starts happening. You're like, bye. Yeah, just yeah. disappear. I mean, there's... Just there's... literally walk up, walk, excuse yourself to go to the bathroom, pay your tab, your part of the tab, yeah. and then leave, and yep. they won't even know. No, that, and that's the and crappy part about it. And they would have had a great time that it kept doing right. exactly they, they what they, they did. They would have never noticed. They so it's the crappy noticed. part about it is they wouldn't have never so, noticed. All the but chicks listen, are shaking their head over listen, here. Listen, there's a lesson. Again, you take the lessons that you learn and you apply that going forward, and that's worth gold. Right. And, okay, so we so, have another We have another bad date story. We've got Beth here to Beth, tell us. Beth, you have a bad date story? Yeah, Beth, Beth, welcome to the Lovability Podcast. Hold on. We've got to get Beth over here. She's stuck. All Beth, right. we, we got a nice seat for you, Beth. We're in, Beth the, we're in the spotlight. She's now unstuck. She's got the cutest little All We Need Is Love shirt on. We love it. Beth Perry, ladies and gentlemen. All right. In the hot seat. Man, people are missing out that they are not here, Jennifer. I know. I know. Well, actually, they're up at the bar. Oh, so that's okay. Yeah, I see a lot okay. of them at the bar. Dennis. Um, so, Dennis, thank you for being here, by the way. Dennis has a DJ business. Um, D, what is your DJ wake business, wake real wake quick? My DJ business is called DJ D-Man Entertainment. And uh, you can go to Facebook and put in DJ D-Man Entertainment, or you can send me a message at Dennis Crosby Facebook. I'm a friend of Jennifer's, and you see me on the post. And I'd be happy to DJ your event. I do weddings, parties, all sorts of stuff. Okay, that's if you're in Dallas. Okay, perfect. Okay, Beth, you're you're on, sister. All right, all I right. I want your worst bad date story. Okay, it would have been like my first date after my divorce. So I get online. I'm trying this online dating thing for the first time. There's this guy. He's an attorney. Looks attractive. You know, I mean, he's not like, oh, my God. But, you know, I thought, wow, okay, this guy, first date, this will be a good one. So he picks Dave and Buster's. Oh, my God. How old was he? At the mall in Stonebriar. No. Yes. Oh, you can shop afterwards. How old was he? Oh, I'm going to say like 35, 40. Okay. Dave and Buster's. Dave and Buster's. So I'm sitting out in the mall outside of Dave and Buster's waiting for him to show up. He's running late. And all of a sudden I hear, Beth. And I look around and I'm like, who's calling my name? Beth. And I'm like, oh my God, this is my date. The picture had to be at least 15 years old. No. Yes. <laughs> In the picture, he was really actually pretty attractive. <laughs> I, I'd say a seven to eight. Okay. In real life, he was about 100 pounds heavier. No. Had no hair. No. Had Coke bottle glasses. No. And that would be well, fine if that I had known that going in. Advertising. He dressed exactly. up. Yeah, it's fraud. Oh, but it gets worse. So I'm like, okay, I'm going to humor him. Maybe this guy is By God, awesome. I'm going to get my thousand tickets from D&B. <laughs> <laughs> like, we're playing games. I want at least a stuffed animal out of this shit. Oh, yeah. So I'm thinking, you know, maybe this is the most awesome guy ever. So we go inside. It's during the Mavs playoffs. We sit at the bar. And I'm like, hey, I just got to be up front. I don't know anything about basketball. So is it cool if I, like, ask you questions? And he says, Sure. I said, I'm more of a football girl. Go Boomer Sooners. Go Cowboys. 
And he goes, sure. You're not allowed to do that on my podcast. I'm just kidding. <laughs> so he goes, sure, you can ask me questions. So I guess I asked him one too many questions because he literally went, shh, and put his finger on my lips. No. And said, don't talk anymore. Just sit there and be pretty. Man, I thought I had no. some bad days. Yes, just no. sit there and be pretty. Oh, my God. That's oh my God. horrible. That was it. I was like, what'd you I, do? Did I, you leave? Oh, I lost my You did? What'd you do? What'd you do? I said, are you kidding me? First of all, you false advertised. You don't look anything <laughs> like your profile at all. Good for you. Second of all, you bring me to Dave and Buster's to the bar and you buy me a beer and we don't even split an appetizer. And now you're going to tell me to, sh to sh sit there and look pretty and put your finger on my lips? Wow. I was like, oh, hell no. Wow. Uh-uh. Nope. Did you, did you stop dating after that? <laughs> I was like, nope, this has to be an exception. And sadly, it's not an exception. It seems like it's more of a rule. Did you go on a second date? The, no. Oh, hell Hey, no. well, you're always saying women to go on second and third dates. Now, I've been on some that great dates. Unless a guy disrespects you, which he did, right? Yes. Yeah, no, that was... I was done. Total disrespect. But again... If a guy, now if a guy said to you, we're going to go to David Buster's on a date, what would you do? I'd be like, no, yeah, how we're about not going? we go so-and-so place? I'd suggest something. And if he's not cool with that, I'd say, yeah, this probably isn't going to work out. So that, you know what, it kind of reminds me of all these people now with these non-committal dates. They want to go oh, have dates. a drink or a coffee. You're not going to get to know somebody over a 30-minute drink or coffee, but you exactly. did. You got to know him. I made you put that, that finger on your lips, and that was all she wrote. Yep. That's awesome. Yep. That's and it, that was an awesome story. Thank you very it's much horrible, for that. Horrible. Yeah. So you know what's interesting? I just figured out I've not had a bad date after those two. I, <laughs> like so seriously. Glad. Brad, wow. I've, I've never had a bad date. Oh, I've had bad ones, but nothing to those levels. Like I've that, never that had like a bad kind date. of blew out of the screen there. I've never had a bad date, but I don't date. I never dated a lot. I always had, I was either married or I had boyfriends for a long time. So I just, I've never been out in the date. I've never been out in the dating world. Never been online dating. Don't do it. Don't do it. Don't do what? I don't dating. I don't go on I dates don't. unless <laughs> I. And then if I if I was single. I would know the person, like I would, I would know them before I went out with them that I wanted to go out with them. So, you know, it's it's I, I'm not gonna go, I'm not gonna have a bad day because I already know the well, people. Well, yeah, because you're gonna you're gonna be very selective into who you date, which is a another critical piece to this is right. if you take a little time on the front end to Getting not to know them before you even even commit, online dating you can do correct. that. Correct, you yeah. can, you can. Even online dating you can do that. Talk to them on the phone. Spend can, time with them. Ask them questions. Well, with with communication the way it is, even start the text thing first. Ask yeah. those basic questions. How's your family? What you know? Who's your like? You always tell us the guys talk about. Ask the the ladies about the relationship with their dad and their families and moms and. So I think this is really important. We don't want to drill somebody before we go out with them, and you don't want your conversations to be too long over the phone before you get to know them. But True. You can't screen them a little bit. You can have a 15-minute conversation, ask good pointed questions, and see if that's a, v a valid person, to see if there's substance to yeah, that. Yeah, there's a little depth. But when people do that where they talk for hours on the phone before they meet, I, they, people tend to lose interest. I'm just telling you from a 
consensus standpoint as a dating coach. Be a man of mystery. Be a, be a man Have or a woman of mystery. mystery. That's right. A little mystery. Man or woman of mystery. Okay, so um, so we have another uh, guest here. Uh, we have Carol Benassi here to tell us. I got a little preview of this bad date, too. It's it's pretty bad. And it's it's a great segue from what Brad was just talking about, too. What, which one? Talking, talking to him? About, you know, questions to ask, how to listen. Right. How to participate in a date. Um, so, so tell your bad date story. So my bad date story. So I met this person online, and he actually did invite me to dinner. So it was a dinner. So it wasn't a coffee or a Dave & Buster's. Um, I got to the restaurant, and I think one of the big things we learned from online dating is people don't look like their pictures. If you're going to online date, at least have a current picture. So picture was not current, but seemed like a nice guy, so I'm like, I'm going to stay for dinner. Um, and I think through, I finished my dinner in about 20 minutes. He didn't finish his dinner because he was doing all the talking. So some of the things I got to learn about him during the date were that his mother still bought his clothing. Really? How old was the dude? Wait, wait, can you repeat that, please? <laughs> his mother still bought all of his clothing, and he was a doctor. So he, it was, he did not not have money to buy his own clothing. My God, there's some weird people out there. Wait, he had money to buy his own clothes. Well, he did not not have money to buy clothing. His mom just went shopping for him. His mom just bought all his clothing for him. So you're like, red flag. Maybe he doesn't have time. Um, He keeps his Christmas tree and decorations up all year long. Well, every day can be Christmas. What great information to know for you, because you would need to know that that for the future. obviously Uh needed to know. He did Uh brag about he was a doctor several times throughout the conversation. And I'm like, I got to get out of here. He did not ask me one question about myself other than probably my name. Wow. Wow. I'm so, just, I'm still just kind of. <laughs> Mom, I, I don't know what Keep to going. Say. So, so I'm like, okay, I got to go. I got to get out of here. It's like time to go. It's like, I had, Did he live with his mom? <laughs> he didn't live with his mom, no. Shocker. <laughs> I know. So, but This I'm is like, not the hair club story. Oh, it is. Oh, it is. Okay. So. Okay. Yes, it is. So. I want to get out of there, and I look outside, and it is pouring down rain, and I had no umbrella or anything. I'm like, okay, do I sit here and, like, die some more for about 15 more minutes and wait for the rain to dry down, or do I die down, or do I make a run for it? And, he, and he's like, well, let's have dessert. And I'm like, oh, God. So he orders dessert, and I'm... Did you order Christmas cookies? No. See, that's what I, would, I was like, I'm sorry, sir. I don't think they have Christmas I cookies. I Christmas time. <laughs> um, and he's like, okay. What, what, what else do you want me to tell to tell you about me? And I said, what? What else do you want to know about me? Yeah, so like, and I said, oh, I'm, I'm good. Have you ever been diagnosed with narcissist disorder? Yeah. <laughs> I'm like, I'm good. And he's like, narcissistic personality <laughs> disorder. Sir. You know what that is? You're a doctor. <laughs> yeah, you're a doctor. And, and he's like, well, I have a secret. And he's like, here's oh. my driver's license. I'm like, why are you giving me your driver's license? He's like, what do you notice? And I'm like, it still doesn't look like you in the it still picture. Doesn't look like you in the picture <laughs> you sent me. And I'm like, you don't have any hair on your driver's license. He's like, that's right. I just got hair club for men last week. Oh Woo! my god. <laughs> Why do people want to say that on a first date? I don't understand. 
I don't like, get this. You know what that reminds me of? Like, honestly, do you remember that movie, um, How to Lose a Guy in 10 Days? With yes, yeah. Matthew McConaughey. Like, like, for, like, the people to waiting jump for out. the cameras. Like, where are the hidden cameras, right? This was How to Lose. So these three that we just heard of were How to Lose Somebody in 10 Minutes. I know. And, and, and I'm just like, what, what else can, I mean... Wow. That's insanity. So what I'm else like, can I'm I tell like, you so about me? So good for me? you. So good for you. And I was wondering why his hair looked kind of weird, which it did. It was like chia pet hair. It was just weird. <laughs> Homeboy got a rug. Because back then, and that's and what then it was, wasn't it? It stopped raining, and I was like, I'm out. Oh, Thank you. Goodbye. My. So, um, no thanks. So you I don't need an umbrella. I'm just, I got to leave now. <laughs> you know what's interesting to me, though, is this whole deal with all these red flags at the beginning. Like, all these red flags are showing up right at the beginning. So it's crazy unbelievable that people aren't walking out on these dates. I, I, I think you kind of feel bad. You kind of feel bad. I don't know. Maybe I'm, maybe I thought I was going to, I always think somebody's going to change, right? I always give a person the benefit of the doubt and think, okay, well, they've Well, said, you kind of want to yeah. finish your food too. Well, that too. <laughs> it was really good food. It was tough. Now don't be like Dennis's dates. I'm going to have to sit here and listen to you. I'm going to eat and I'm going to order five desserts. I'll have everything on the dessert menu, please. I like the food, but but that but that's what you hope for. You hope that okay, there maybe they're nervous, so they're telling you some things that they're you know they're nervous and things are coming out. They don't mean to say, but when it goes on and on and on and on. Well, I mean, I I, I can't say. My, I've been told I talk a lot, so I can't say. But <laughs> on a dating situation, it's not a monologue. It has to be but, a conversation but, but to get you, to know each other. Right, and you would be supposed asking to be. that person questions about themselves. It's not, supposed to be. Right, or hopefully you would be. You know, so it's not supposed to be, check me out, I'm a doctor. Oh, by the way, oh, by the way, oh, oh, by the way. I can't believe a grown man would admit that his mommy buys his clothes. Now, if she was... Sophia Loren, <laughs> maybe, but still. Know, or a designer, but like still well, but like. It wasn't like he wasn't in like so weird. designer does. So one of the things that I think is a big red flag that everybody needs to hear because it still happens so much today is all these people that go on dates and all they do is talk about themselves and they don't ask about anybody else. And I hear it from men and women. It's not just like a man thing or a woman thing. It's like everybody's doing it. Like, here is the general rule. If you're listening and you really want to know how to date, take interest in the other freaking person. You know, take interest in them. Come show up, ask questions, right? Be, be interested in finding out who the other person is. Be more interested in finding out about them. Are I there know. questions that you should not ask on a first or second date? Uh, for example, my, I would never ask somebody... Why did you get a divorce? I would never ask that question. I would. That would be one of my I first questions. I do, actually. I, I, I don't ask it in that On manner. On a first date? Yeah. Absolutely. That's generally a negative topic. And here's, no, but here's why. You have to know what the relationship is with the ex. If that's messed up, you do not want to bring yourself into that situation. Okay. So you have to know right. how that relationship there, is working. So here's what I would do, and this is what I've done in the past. If they, let's say they have kids. So do you have split custody? Yes. And how's the relationship with the ex? You guys get along okay? Yeah, that's exactly and right. And that tells me a lot. If they're like, yeah, I was rough at first, but we're fine. That's great. But if it's like, oh, he's the biggest a-hole, blah, 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 then I know it's going to be an S show and I'm exactly. done. Exactly. That's exactly right. Yeah. So I, 
I, but I, I wouldn't necessarily say, so what happened between... Here's the beauty. Oh, I do. People have asked me that. Yeah, no, but here's the beauty if you ask it, because at, that's a, everybody hits these really shallow questions, and you don't get to know who the person is. You ask those questions up front, you, you, they have to be vulnerable. But you want to wait. But you also want to save conversations for the second or third date. Listen. Guess what? If you don't connect with that person, you're not getting a second or third date. Well, so, true, but you also yeah. don't want to, you want to balance. I think you said. want to balance. What I said. <laughs> you want to balance that with oversharing as well. That's what I'm saying. You don't want to just spotlight somebody and data dump everything from the very first date. Well, I don't know. I, I yeah, I like to get some of the top four or five. I do too. The serious ones out of the way because that will lead you to whether you're going to go on a second date. It's a, if you find you out gotta, immediately there's relationship issues with the ex or there's problems that there's not going to be a second date because I'm not bringing it, my family into that. You've got to treat it like a friend. So if you have no attachment or expectation from that person, and your job on a first date is to get to know somebody, that is. That is the mission on a first date. And so how are you gonna get to know them if you're not asking them the things that have shaped their life and their adulthood, right? right? right. Their divorce is a big, like if you ask somebody about why did you get a divorce, you're gonna hear all the rest of the answers to the rest of those questions. You're right. And and I would wanna know that answer, but I may wanna wait if, if it's second or third date when it's more appropriate, some people, you know, some people just don't want to dump it all out in the first place. Do and you it may always make them feel get a second or third date? Well, no, of okay. course not. So you never get a second chance to ask what you were going to ask the first time. So but again, throw it all out there. But again, there's other questions I can ask to, to, that would indicate what the current state is. Okay. I mean, again. Well, uh, you, you're the one that came with that a bad date story about the girl. Right. You clearly didn't ask enough questions to her. I didn't have an opportunity to ask enough questions. <laughs> I, I think there was some out on the there front was end. No the way front at all. I wasn't going to get a word before in there was a meeting of her and her friend. Well, that's true too. I could have done that. That could have worked out really well, but you know, it didn't. <laughs> uh, I know. So you know what? I um, I was just this whole idea of the first date deal with how much information you share. Like I hear this a lot in people, Brad. This is we've talked about this before. What shocks me is when people say, I am trying to impress somebody on my first date. Why? Just Why be you. Just be you. Just be you. And if that's not, and I've said it, you've said it, people on the show have said it. If they don't see the real you, how are they going to make that connection with the real you? If you're putting up a facade, six months down the road, you might be really into this. And she finally goes, oh, I didn't know that. Or I didn't see that before. Oh, you don't have hair, or whatever the case may be, right? Like, Let me see your driver's license. You have to be hair real from the get-go. And that even says, like, Dennis brings up a point, if that's an uncomfortable question you're being asked, it's okay if you feel like it to say, I'm not really comfortable answering that with you right now. I don't really know you that well, but, you know, let's see what happens. I, that's real. That's being real. That's being transparent and straightforward to say, I'm I, not going to answer that right now. Yeah, I, I, I was going to say, I, th I don't think you show up and tell somebody your whole dating exactly. history one-on-one, a first date. But something like a divorce, I think, is important to, to find that out date one to make sure that there's going to be a connection. I think it's a valid question. I've been asked many times, and I think I've asked quite a few times because I think it's a, a valid question to know from the start. 
You know, it's yeah. also there's also instances where you say, well, why? You know what? It, well, my husband died in an accident. Mm-hmm. Oh, my gosh. I'm sorry to hear that. Or, you know, there was an accident. You have to know those things. You know, yeah, you have to know and those when things. People are vulnerable when they're sharing from their heart. When they're sharing from their heart, there's a connection that can be made between two people where if it's just a shallow connection, I think especially for women that are looking for an emotional connection, if they leave that first date and they're not emotionally, like, I had a good time, he was nice, we had a fun conversation, but there was no connection. And if you knew how many times I heard that, and I think that's from people staying on the sh- in yeah, shallow you your, waters. Yeah, you had your gate shut. Yeah. Can't be a connection. Get out of shallow waters, yeah. right? All right, Jennifer, we, we got, have another guest. And your name, sir, we is? Rod. What's your name, sir? Rod. Rod. Rod is going to take the chair. He's going to take the hot seat. The hot seat. It's really not hot. Don't Rod worry about it. Rod has a bad it's date really story. Mine is. <laughs> <laughs> Don't do that wiggle. <laughs> Don't be wiggling over here. Okay. <laughs> Hey, Rod, how are you? Doing great. How are you today? Good. Okay, listen, Rod, you're going to really have to speak up into that mic because okay. we got music going and stuff here. So um, so tell us your bad date story. Okay, well, it was basically a blind date set up by a uh, service uh, company that I was uh, involved with. A matchmaker? With. Like an escort exactly. service? Exactly, yeah, yeah. No. <laughs> it wasn't me. Okay. Like an escort service. No, I mean, how could anyway, you have a bad date in that case? Anyway, it was a blind date. We met at a pretty nice place there in Addison, and um, was it a friend or was it a service that set you up? Oh, it's a service. A service. Okay, yeah. got it. Yeah, but anyway, um, we met. She seemed pretty nice and everything, and then, but she had her cell phone out the whole time, and we kind of talked a little bit about sports, and then all of a sudden she, I saw that she was checking basketball scores all during the time we were supposed to be talking and everything. And she was well, making comments. Well, she was very interested. Like, yeah, I mean, I was thinking, is this some guy? You know what? I mean, you'd think that would happen with a guy, but not with a woman, you know. But, yeah, she was really into the basketball games that were going on at the time. And I was thinking, okay, this ain't going to happen, you know. So I pretty much ended it as soon as you possible. Left? Well, no, I didn't end it. I mean, I didn't leave, but I mean, I didn't do anything to try to make it continue on once we finished eating and everything. I said, you just ended that day and got out of there. And that brings up a great point about dates with phones. With the phone. With people's phones, right? Put it up. Put the dang phone up. Or turn it over. I mean, the other thing is you can turn it over. Yeah. Because I get it. If you have kids, a lot of our times we're dating, you know, you got kids and Maybe they're at home yeah, or just, you know, but still. what did people do before cell phones that had kids? Rod, did you raise kids without a cell married. phone? They stayed married. Well, the main thing is, you, hopefully if you've gone out on the date, you've made arrangements for the kids to be safe. Unless they're, you know, right. having they're a medical emergency or something home. like that. It's, you know. Well, I, yeah, mine are older, so I'm just making sure they're home. Like, maybe you make a list for the babysitter of all the 911 reasons that they would need to call you, right? Right? Yeah, you should you definitely have to do that. And then babysitter calls, but, but people that look at their phones or, like, text messages and notifications are coming in, that is so rude. That is so rude. No, it's, right. it's a bad deal. You know, maybe at some point we can do best date stories because I would love, or best proposals, I'd love to hear some amazing, amazing dates that people have. Proposals maybe give are people getting good crazy date ideas. now. They're getting Silly. crazy. By the anyway. way, all the proposals on Valentine's Day, like, 
that's slant. That's pretty lame. Yeah, so that's predictable. Lame. Do something different. Way too predictable. Do something yeah, different. Yeah, yeah. Anyway, all right. Well, you know what? Thank you for joining us on Valentine's Well, it's not Valentine's Day when you hear this, but thank you for listening to our Valentine's Day live lovability sure. podcast segment. And uh, thank you for listening to our bad date stories. Uh, you know what? You can write in your bad date stories, or if you have any questions about any bad dates or bad dating situations, you can email me at dearjen at lovegen.com, and uh, I can answer it after the podcast. So you all have a happy, or I hope you had a happy Valentine's happy Day. Happy Singles Day. We're going to go celebrate Singles Day. Yes. Later. Thanks for joining us. This is Jennifer. Thanks for listening today. And please subscribe to the podcast. Every single week, we'll have new information. And if you'd like to find out more information or if you have any questions, please go to my website at lovegen.com or you can find me on Facebook at my personal page, Jennifer Styers.